Hi everyone. I know you can see it on my face today that I'm excited to be here. And it's not just because one of our own in Nigeria is on our way to bagging a world record. I'm talking about you, Dabasi. I said you are living under the rock. You know that already. But I'm excited about Lagos Startup Expo that is just a few days away, like less, less than two days away. And we've been talking about it for months, and it is just so real that it's coming up already. I'm looking forward to the the like the gathering of people and entrepreneurs and idea makers and innovators that we are bringing together in Lagos on Saturday. We are going to have over 60 startups exhibiting at that event. And that's not only the high point. We're going to have a VIP session. We had three master classes, like master master classes are going to be held, talking about different topics, about how to how to manage your money as a business, how to get money from investors, even when it seems nobody wants to invest, how to how to how to run a business on a on a low budget, how to how to do a lot of things, right? They are MBA type of content. And if you've not bought your VIP ticket, I don't know what you are doing. Just head over to Lagos Startup Expo and get your ticket. And if you also want to attend for free, you are always welcome. Go to Lagos Startup Expo and register to attend. And if you see me there, you know what to do. All at your girl. <laughs> We did here today is um, Bolu and Chim Gozirim. Yep. And we're going to be doing a lot of things quickly. Chaf, chaf, chaf. We, don't, we don't want to waste your time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, this sounds more like good news or a good step in the right direction. When you hear startups gaining grants into where even traditional um, establishment have not been able to gain grants into it's always good news and that seems Shagaya's um, most recent endeavor um, Miva Open University has just gotten a license to give certificates that you go to universities to give to get rather and it's, it's cool Bolu can you tell us about it yes yes yeah like you said it's really it's really good news very interesting news um, so if you don't know Sim Shagaya uh, I don't know. Maybe you, you should know Ulesson then. So Sim Shaga is the CEO and co-founder of um, Ulesson. Um, that's been operating for a while now. It's an ed, ed tech platform. Mm-hmm. So the big news is uh, he launched. He also launched a, an online university, and that university has gotten license to operate an online university. So the same degree that you will, you know going to halls of the <laughs> overcrowded halls you know don't, to don't attend see, okay okay don't don't, let's not get there <laughs> all right it's so you can now get you know university's degrees online that's basically what it means and it's really interesting because when you look at um the educational system like already right it's it's crazy i think miva is the first the first online university to be getting this license it's not as in if nigeria. no one has yeah in nigeria it's not as if no one has gotten the license before but they are traditional investors that actually got this license and uh, there's 12 of them right and it also shows how big a deal it is if just you know, 12 universities out of what universities we have in nigeria have actually gotten this license so it goes to show that a lot of preparation is needed f- 
you know, to get this license for it to actually work. Because even in more advanced countries, you see, um, when the whole COVID thing happened in the US, like 50% of schools, like tutors that were already operating there, 50% of them could not really move to the whole online thing, right? So, and I think it makes a lot of sense that they are giving, you know, um, Miva um, this license because you know they are coming from you lesson they've been doing this thing for a and while and the focus has it, been on exactly um, elementary and edu- education exactly so it's i think even universities that have gotten this license already will be able to like look at how they are doing things and maybe learn a thing or two from Miva because when you do online when you're doing an online university you have to rethink a lot of things like you need to rethink the way you do assessments you need to rethink um lectures the way you d- um, yeah a lot of like um com- net communication among students exactly communication with um facilitators and mm-hmm. all that yeah, that's where a lot of infrastructure exactly. in place it reminds me of um old school africa mm. right that as that is giving diploma in tech um in product management, product marketing, product design, I think, and software engineering, right? I can imagine how much was put into recording all these classes, managing community, because that is a very, mm, very mm, huge mm, part mm. of online schools. Yeah. You have to manage community, unless you just want to have like 100% entry and 3% are graduating, except mm. you want that you have to keep your community running. So this is a lot and it doesn't just stop at the license yeah right yeah. it doesn't stop at the license and um I, s- I think yeah. what i need i want thing another thing we need to also look at is will it really move a needle when it comes to like the amount of people that are unable to get into institution i mean yearly we have like how many people getting out of secondary school writing jam every year millions of students right so really move a needle in actually getting those people somewhere because Miva, I'm sure Miva cannot get out to all those people. There, sure, there's, I, there's a lot of them. It, we lead to the, okay, so they're starting with two, like Crosses. what we call colleges okay. or faculties. There's okay. the um, there's the business side, then there's the tech side, and okay. so the I I don't know about getting the license, but they're not the first to attempt this thing. So Andela's what became Andela mm. was an attempt to bring the Nigerian educational system online. Um, there's also been American University, which mm-hmm. is probably one of the first. Um, it's it's like one of the first attempts to build an online school in Nigeria. I checked their website a few days ago, and they haven't. I mean, it's still showing me proposed sites. So the idea was, the I think NUC was not amenable to a a fully online university at the time. That was. That was what, maybe 2012, 2013. Mm. They were not fully amenable to a completely online university. So the compromise was we are going to do a hybrid version online and mm-hmm. offline. So they acquired land in Cross River State and they were supposed to start building. I don't know how that has gone. This is almost um, almost 10 years, years or 11 years. Wow. And um, uh, it's still showing the website, it's still showing proposed site of Benny American University. And I look at it and I look at lessons um will i say track record of success and i'm just wondering can you really do this so on the surface it's a very very good idea to try and move um 
the university education in Nigeria online because obviously there's a market there or there's a problem that you can solve. Mm-hmm. There's a fact that, um, like you mentioned, like Jam said, two million people wrote, took the exams last year, and that's huge. But at least fifty percent of them will not get into into universities, not because they are not qualified, but because these schools can't take them. Take them the rest of them have to look for some of our African neighbors to. Um, to school at, or maybe if your parents can afford it, or you get the scholarship, you get outside the country. But even that is a very little, um, maybe another hundred or one fifty thousand would be able to afford those options, mm-hmm. which means at least four hundred people, four hundred thousand people will not get into the universities. So there's a problem of not getting into school. There's also the problem of um, getting quality education. Can you get quality education online? online. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, is Nigeria ready for it? Not so much. Mm. Um, Ulysses began on that premise. Um, provides a and uh, not not necessarily an alternative now because it's it's still not positioning itself as a school. Provide an addition to what your your kids are in are learning in school, but that also came with its own problems. So uh, I mean, if you're going to do this, you need a digital device. It's not. Mm. You can't mm. type in a USSD code, so you mm. can't even innovate around that, right? You need a digital device, which is either a smartphone, a tablet, preferably, or a laptop. Mm-hmm. How many Nigerian students can afford it? So I, um, I just came across something that, like data from STSD, um, I think, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think just about 400,000 Nigerians can afford to spend more than $10 every day, which is huge when you're considering that the size of your market so the 400,000 students that can do this, can they actually afford? Can you be like, can it, can Miva be like the worthy alternative? Yes, mm. because it's one thing to tell me this is an alternative, right? It's another thing for me to be able to afford it because I do not just need a digital device. I also need data Internet. connection, a stable data connection for me to, even if it's self-based, which may be um, something they may, they may want to consider or they are considering, mm-hmm. even if it's self-based, for the few periods or few times I have to get on the internet to either download resources or something, mm-hmm. um, I will need a stable internet connection. Yes, there's usually the option of um, doing nighttime data. Mm-hmm. Well, you will, maybe that's an option if it's self-paced, but if it's not self-paced, that's a problem that you they have, have to consider. In class so, when class is going on. I mean, right now it's easier for you to get digital devices. Maybe you could get a financing option, um, but if you're a student, except your parents have um, a source of income, uh, it may still be difficult for you to get these devices. So now that's one problem. There's also the challenge of acceptability. I think one of the reasons that- um, Open universities. Open universities. I mean, people go to Noun. Yeah, uh, National Open University. University. People go to Noun, right? Now recognize that they exactly. are graduates. So there's this tier, or maybe this, um, I, I guess it's an unspoken rule. Mm-hmm. So we have, private universities, we have federal universities, we have state universities, we have polytechnics, we have colleges, then we have online universities. Whoa, we all know is that, that down? Like down, <laughs> is down, that down, down? Because wow. at the very least, a, a polytechnic gives, like you can say, oh, I went to this polytechnic. There's a track record I would have wished I went to polytechnic actually. Because it gives them ants on on what you be taught in theory yes, in university. Yes, a lot of, there's still this. It depends on what you're studying now. If what you're studying is more technical. technical. Yes, like engineering. Why should I be doing more of this thing for an engineering course? Well, well, that's a different conversation anyway. But that acceptability is a big problem. Mm. That's Um, true. You will see it in all schools messaging. So Mm. I I know Adewale tweeted once and he was like, 
we could this is a compromise we give you the certificate your mother or your parents want and we also give you knowledge and the um like kind of fast track you into a job mm. so that should that, that hints at the acceptability issue nigerians forget what people are saying no yes it's only in tech that you can easily get a room without mm. uh, yeah and it's and it's easy and maybe mm-hmm. um because it's is like it's like the norm so it's easier but in other fields right you need a respected degree True. to get in that's why you invest. hear people say i only uh, if you want to hire like really good empl- uh, employees mm. they tell you certain investors who I would not be mentioning because they usually leave my own school out so there's an acceptability <laughs> problem yeah. which they have to overcome so overcome uh, it i I I think I understand your skepticism mm, or is that mm. the way it said the, the problems are in our faces mm. even um is it companies do I call them companies or um startups do I call them startups I want to say like establishments that just come up mm. to offer people tech skills they have to be faced with the challenge that how do we even get these people to learn these skills when they can't have access to the basic facilities that will help mm. them and some of them are even beyond their hands like internet connection well, yeah. so they have to spend time on on providing scholarships for these people on mm. equipping them with laptops with internet and you're data. supposedly a profit making organization exactly so if you are so but then but then mm. it's, it's still a a, a step in the right step direction. in the right direction right we mm. might not we might say it doesn't move a needle but to a large extent it's still giving some people opportunity to have definitely the in the education long education mm-hmm. that they want to have so this is a great one and i hope we're able skeptical. to fix I, I hope we're able to fix the discrimination that exists. I mean, it's, it's employers. So the employers have a very huge role, which is something I think next for this working very hard on. So mm. you see their partnerships, like they are trying to get people who are already well uh, well established in Nigeria's corporate space mm-hmm. to kind of lend some legitimacy to what they are doing because. Mm. Um, the for example the lure of getting an MBA for about five thousand dollars is is huge. You can't even get an MBA for five thousand dollars at LBS. It's a lot more expensive, right? So by you you've, you see them partner with Stellenbank CEO. Mm-hmm. He comes, he speaks about it. Yeah. Tells you that oh we've hired some of these guys who and they are good, mm-hmm. right? And then they tell you okay this is where our MBA grads are working at. Like they, you can they use your certificate to go to abroad. Go abroad or do things like that. So that's a Like that's something they can do, and um, yes, they can move the needle. But I think a better option, if we wanted to solve this problem, better option would have been to encourage universities to actually do this, hmm. right? So the universities, for example, to do, hybrid. To do a hybrid, um, kini like. Sorry, if you're not Nigerian, you may not understand what kini is, but a hybrid <laughs> model would have been perfect because yeah. now, which is something you lesson tried. Um, when they tried, I think it was called Deaf Kids or something, where they wanted to have like um, physical locations where if you do not have these devices, you walk in, you do whatever you need to do. So mm-hmm. just the same way people, they want to take jump or any of these professional exams. Some universities, I know that when I when I wrote an exam at UI, they had like a large building for something like that. So imagine UI, for example, is um, like they have this partnership and or they have this license, which I believe they can get. They have this license Now someone can say, "Oh, okay. Um, I don't have enough data connections. Why well, can't go with my smartphone 
download the resources I I need go if home. we go home if I if maybe for sometimes if you want to have lectures um we could also go and f- they would just find a way to work on it so I think universities are in their better place to do it and um the they they will solve two problems at the same time they will slowly make people embrace it embrace the idea of online and online university education because I think we understand online university education for upskilling mm-hmm. but for getting getting degrees. a degree it's still going to take a while so if universities i think if NUC wants to make this um, if you want to solve our education problem then i think you should move make the like, license make even attractive to, to the universities. universities because there's a reason yes. universities are pushing against it mm-hmm. it may be unfounded um, i mean i'm not an expert in that space their their hesitations may be unfounded but i think if you want to do this get the maximum results then is them um they are giving me signals that she stop talking yeah, yeah i think that that was something we needed to talk about because whether we want to admit it or not is a problem that exists and seeing one of us in quotes going in that direction and despite all we've mentioned it is a good thing uh let me take a quick stop from there and just talk about what i don't like talking about which is layoffs right vodafone laid off another 11000 people like back in the trenches and it's it's always very sad to hear it and but the communist world that we are in and the company needed to do that so that um can improve the company's performance that is so that they can have enough resources to cope I mean to compete with their rivals and also improve the experiences they give to their customers and um it will affect it will affect um the the company in different countries like DR Congo Egypt Ethiopia Kenya Lesotho Mozambique and South Africa and it's it's it is what it is right vodacom is a south african um company and i don't want to talk about it it's sad so we are yeah. going to move on but this is one of the conversations that that i bring up in the workaholic the newsletter that covers subjects like this that talk about labor that talk about layoffs that talk about automation in the workplace that talk about workplace dynamics and every other thing that you can think of as it happens all over the world i just start the conversations and we can continue it from continue from there we drop a link that can that you can subscribe to yes from there we move to mtn mtn is is requesting one of his subsidiaries because of the general goal if you remember when MTN changed they did not change the color from yellow but they changed that their logo what we've always been used to used yeah. to since we were growing up we had to deal with it yeah Now, that was sad man <laughs> <laughs> yes it was because that's it we're seeing something that you no like it it felt like a, a significant part of you was being taken away exactly. like a, a, a tough breakup yeah, a friendship breakup sorry. Right, the, 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 <laughs> so but then the reason they did that was to make it put it in our faces that we've moved on from just being a telecommunication company to yeah. becoming a technology. technology company so there's a renaming going on to one of his subsidiaries and Shingo's Jim is going to tell us about it yes so global connect or what used to be MTN global connect will now be na- known as Baobab or Baobab or Baobab or Baobab <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I was, I was not, not in the studio <laughs> when this happened. <laughs> well, yeah, they are they are they are changing their name, and the mission remains the same. I mean, uh, so Global Connect or what used to be Global Connect is MTN's house for the um, for its fiber businesses. So they they will still be continuing with that vision, and the the idea with going going for that name or going with that name is that um, they will be powering life in. Africa. So uh, as you may know, MTN's, um, I think their tagline used to be everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. So this is like another branch of uh, everywhere you go. So now they want to power everything. Um, whether it's your calls, whether it's your internet um, services, uh, whether it's um, it, maybe as a business, the powering um, connectivity for you. But basically, powering life in Africa. So yes, that's um, that's rebrand. I think we need to have a conversation about rebrands. Why do brands do that? And yeah, because a lot of African startups re-brand. have done a lot of rebrand in the last two years. So, yeah. But yes, that's that's the story from me. One shocking one came to mind that I see I've not wrapped my head around mm. till today, but let's move on. <laughs> um, yes, the FinTech, FinTech Today is another newsletter you'd want to subscribe to where we talk about everything, about the financial space in Africa, uh, not just startups. We talk about um, things that are going on in the space. Talk about trends and um, new adoptions in the in this in the space. So you should al- also subscribe to that newsletter, fintech today. The link will be in the description. Yeah. We had something <coughs> that um, Nigeria's communications regulator just gave banks go ahead is it banks no it gave telcos go ahead right to cut any connection between them and banks that are owing them as you remember sometimes last year uh, ncc reported that banks are were owing telcos up to a tune of 18 million naira or is it 800 I'll confirm that. I'll confirm that in a bit. I will give you the information. Don't don't worry. <laughs> um, why is this thing <laughs> in my eyes? Yes, it's eighty billion naira. That's about one seventy nine million dollars. Like that's how much you were winning them from using USSD services. Now, NCC has told. Um, telcos that as wait, why am I mixing <laughs> this together? <laughs> NCC have told um, telcos that if banks do not pay up, cut the service, like don't them. allow them to use USSD. Whether, um, I think the USSD that actually requires payment is when you want to. Um, okay, when you want to assess any financial service, like you want to recharge or you want to send money or you want to um, pay a utility bill, all those things that you do with USSD, they actually um, incur a particular amount that the the bank is supposed to remit to telcos. Yeah. 
It's like for every call you make, yes, it's called a call. We, we call it a call for every call you make with your star 901, for instance, mm. star 901 for Access Bank, for instance, there is a charge that goes with this and the bank is supposed to remit it to telcos. Now, between the last year and this year, that amount have accrued up to 120 billion naira. <laughs> <laughs> I know... Telcos are like, guys, pay up. We are rendering you this service, but they're not paying up. But tel- um, NCC have said, okay, okay. I think there's no way to mediate this than for you to show them Shege. <laughs> so cut them off. Let them not be able to u- use USSD. Now, this is the implication. If your bank is owing mm. and you need to do an online transaction that requires OTP, mm-hmm, you might not be able to get it via SMS. Wow. If your bank app is not working and you need to use USSD and your bank is owing a telco and they, can, they are not paying up, you might not be able to do it. So the implication runs far. So tell your bank ah. to pay up. <laughs> call your bank, call your account officer and say, oh, my bank is not owing. I don't want to be stranded, but that's by the way. NCC has given the go ahead. And also by the way, um, starting yesterday, Right. I don't know how effective it is at the moment. Starting yesterday, the NCC have said there should be a uniform USSD that, yeah, that, started. that um, all telcos should use. Mm. Then it used to be 180 for MTN. God, I used to call them. Really? We used to call MTN customer care that year. Yes. Grace mm. is raising up her hand. I used to call them. They used to be nice, but it's been a while that I, we had issues. Well, okay. They are still misbehaving. Oh, okay. You heard that from behind <laughs> the scene. They said it was. But it used to be 180 for MTN. I think 121 for Airtel. I'm not very sure. Yeah. But as so of the moment... Everything now. You want to check balance. Yes. You so if you data. want to check balance on any telecommunication, telecommunication company you are using, it's... Um, let me check. Let me, let me check for that one. For balance, it's star 310-ash. If you want to call any customer care now, it's 300. You just call 300. So there are other uniform, unified USSD codes that apply to um, to all telcos. And telcos have been given the um, ultimatum that they should try to harmonize everything and make it accessible. And finally, today, I'm talking too much. Let's get off, get out of this place. Let's talk about um, Nigeria digitizing certificate of occupancy. The process, like the same way it came as a shock to us when, not like a shock, it was well welcome when they said you can apply for your PVC online, for instance, or you can uh, apply for your driver's license online and finish the process online, all those things. Now you can start the process of getting your certificate of occupancy for your property or for your land, for your landed property online. And this was announced by the Minister of Works and Housing, Babatude Fashola. It's like you can get your C of O online. And for anything, when when you say you want to make something digital, it's trying to solve the problem of the, all the steps you have to go through to get it, to make it less, and but from 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 past experiences <laughs> in the early stages it comes with more e-cups than it is solving 
but it's a good thing to start. So we follow up with this and come back with more information about how you can do it, about the process you can go through to get it done. But it's a good thing that it's happening in Nigeria. A quick shout out to our sponsors for the Lagos Startup Expo that you will be attending this Saturday. <laughs> shout out to Cadonic, shout out to Anchor, Cadify, Racknida, Gray Finance, All School, Maple Rad, I Invest, The Tonic Technologies, Octa FX, Identity Pass, Curry Wise, and more startups that will be exhibiting at the event. I can't wait. We are counting down already. And if you have not registered, this is the last time I'll be saying it. <laughs> Go to legostartupfestival.com and register. If you are listening to this anywhere and you want to share it with other audio listeners, where can they get it, Bolu? Yes, you can find us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Hyatt Radio, and anywhere else you get your podcast. Thank you for joining us again today. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe, and click on the notification bell so that you get notified every time we release a new episode of not just Tech Point Africa podcast, but all other series that we upload on YouTube. I hope you've been following Expert and African and Equity Merchant. I hope you are. I hope you are. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.